Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. Most women actually don't know this, but you are constantly teaching the people around you, the men around you, how to treat you. And so if you're going to teach them how to treat you anyway, you might as well consciously and deliberately teach them how to treat you the way that you want to be treated. But hello, my name is Matthew Coast and welcome to my channel. I've got 10 different things that you need to do in order to make sure that you're teaching men and other people in your life how you want to be treated. So the more of these that you can do, the better you'll be treated by men and everyone else around you. So let's get started. Number one is you need to, this is the foundation for everything. You need to believe that you are worth being respected and treated as if you are valuable. If you don't believe it, it doesn't matter what you say, what you do, all the other things that you do don't actually matter because ultimately what will end up coming up and out of you is this belief that you don't, uh, that, that you don't really believe that you should be treated well. And it'll come through your communication. It'll come through the way that you interact with everyone around you. And so you need to make sure that you start with believing it first. So here's how you do that. Number one, you want to change the way you talk to yourself. So notice what you're saying. And if it isn't kind, if it isn't encouraging, if you're beating yourself up, any of that kind of stuff, what you want to do is replace it immediately, immediately replace whatever you're saying and start using the queen's mantra instead. And the queen's mantra goes like this. I am valuable. I am worthy. I deserve to be cherished. I am valuable. I am worthy. I deserve to be cherished. I am valuable. I am worthy. I deserve to be cherished. And every time you say it, say it three times. This is the queen's mantra repeated over and over again. If you ever catch yourself beating yourself up, verbally attacking yourself, change your language and use the queen's mantra to replace it. Practice treating yourself well. So that's the second part of it is you want to start practicing just loving on yourself, treating yourself well, just, you know, um, taking care of yourself, doing things for yourself, finding out what your own love language is, and then giving to yourself in through your own love language. So for instance, my top love language is, is, um, physical touch. And so one of the things that I like to do is go get massages for myself because I love it. I absolutely love it. I love when people touch me or hug me or any of that kind of stuff. And so a lot of times I'll go get massages just to, just to love on myself or even just caressing myself or touching myself, you know, touching my hair, any of that kind of stuff. It's, it's really, really powerful. And then the other thing that you want to do to believe that you deserve it is to start taking on an empowering identity. Sometimes we talk about these different things like being a queen or being a goddess or being a high value woman. 
And sometimes we have women get on here and they'll criticize this idea of using these different archetypes or different kind of labels when we're talking about women in our community. And the reason that we use that kind of stuff is because when you take on a, an identity for yourself, it's one of the most powerful forces that you can have, because when you take on the identity, you start acting as if you are that identity. And so you want to take on a really empowering identity. And so if that's goddess or queen, that's great. If you don't like those things, don't use them, but find something that does work for you. You can use high value woman or gentle soul or lovable woman or whatever you want, right? Just create your own. If, if you don't like the ones that we have for you, create your, your, your own and use it and just find something that creates that identity that you want to have of who you want to be, and then take on that identity, find clothing that says it. We're actually probably going to be selling clothing like that here pretty soon. Just find things to, to remind yourself that you're, you, you are that identity that you want to be, and that's how you do it. So number two is know how you want to be treated and how you don't want to be treated. So make a list right? Figure it out. Actually consciously take some time and think about it. Just write it down. Take, take five, 10 minutes and just write down all the ways that you want to be treated and all the ways that you don't want to be treated. Uh, watch some of my videos. If you want to get better ideas on how you want to be treated, be a part of our community and see examples of, of ways that women are be, being treated that you want in ways that women are being treated that you don't want and just figure it out. Get really clear on what it is that you want and what it is that you don't want. The better you know what you like and that you don't like, the better you will be prepared for when it does or doesn't happen so that then you know what you can do about it and when you should be doing something about it. Number three is you want to start learning to trust your intuition. So, our intuition is one of the most powerful things that we have. And for women, I hear it's even more powerful than it is for men. And what you want to do is just start, start feeling it, just listening to it, just getting in touch with it, just communicating with it and get into a practice of communicating with it and getting in touch with it and just listening to what it says and how you feel and what you should or shouldn't be doing according to your intuition. Cause your intuition will tell you a lot of times if things are off or things are things that you don't like, or if you're being disrespected or if something's like, um, out of sync, a lot of times your intuition will tell you, even if your logical mind isn't picking up on it. So if you connect with your intuition, it can be a really, really powerful thing. And then if you're on a date or with you, you're with other people, you don't have to worry about trusting them as much because then you can just trust yourself and your own intuition and know whether you're in a good situation or not. And then you, you don't have to worry as much about what other people are doing and whether they're doing the right thing when you're not around and whether you can trust them and all that, because your intuition will end up telling you, and then you can just trust that to make sure you're getting yourself into good situations and making sure that you don't get into bad situations and making sure that if you do get into a bad situation, you get yourself out of it. 
Number four is you want to practice saying what it is that you want. So this is really, really important. And if you've gone through any trauma in your past or had some kind of big challenges from your past or your childhood, a lot of times you might not really be in a space where you feel like you can communicate what it is that you want. And so it might be something that you need to practice, but always remember if you don't communicate what you want, he won't know. Other people won't know what it is that you want. We all grew up in different environments. Sometimes women come to me and they're like, men should, they know what they should be doing. And honestly, they don't, right? Like uh, they may have been in different relationships where they, there are different expectations and different standards for how the woman wanted to be treated could be completely different than what you want. They might've grown up in a family environment where things were completely different in that family environment and they weren't expected to uh, do certain things or they got role models where their parents were acting a certain way that's totally different than what it is that you want. So it's very, very important that you not only know what you want, but that you communicate what it is that you want so that there's no guesswork there and he knows what his role is and, and what your standards are for how he should be behaving when he's around you and why you pull away if you do end up pulling away from him or you know, you're setting boundaries and all that kind of stuff. So what, what you want to do is start by finding things that you like and that you don't like. We talked a little bit about that before. And then what you want to do is start small in terms of talking about it and then work your way up to being bigger. So little things maybe that, that you like and just, you know, I would like to go there or I would like to see that or I would like to eat there or things that you don't like. I, I really don't like that or I don't want to go there or I don't want to do that or any of that kind of stuff, right? it's kind of a small thing. Like, you know, you don't have to be talking about it in terms of something that you're doing, but maybe you're talking about it in terms of, you know, it comes up in a conversation or you're driving down the road and you, you see a sushi restaurant and you're like, yeah, I really like sushi. I'd love to go there sometime. You know, I've never been to that restaurant. Right. And it's just bringing it up when you can and talking about it in a regular conversation so that you're kind of building that muscle and building your own confidence in terms of talking about what it is that you want and what it is that you don't want. Uh, other ways to do it. And, and you can actually shape behavior with this while you're, when you're saying things like that's attractive or that's not very attractive. Um, and you can talk about it in terms of things that other guys are doing or other people are doing or things that he's doing like, Oh, that was really, you know, that was really attractive. That was really hot. Right. And basically you're, you're not only saying what it is that you want, but you're also potentially shaping his behavior because you're creating positive associations to behavior that you want him to engage in. Another one is setting standards. So I've talked about this in some of my other programs and, and whatnot. And the way that you set standards is what you're doing is you're really giving him a target to go to. And so the way that you, or, or a target to stay away from, right? And so the way that you do this is you say things like, I only date guys who, so I only date guys who make me a priority, or I only date guys who act like a gentleman, or I only date guys who put time and energy into being with me. And you can say this in terms of something that he's doing or not doing, or you can just say it generally about guys that you date or don't date. So uh, the other, another way uh, that you might say this is I only want to spend time with you. So if you're talking to him about something, I only want to spend time with you if you 
take my needs into consideration or something like that. Right. And so you're, you're basically setting a groundwork for, Hey, this is the standard that I have and you need to live up to it. If you want to spend time with me, or I don't date guys who take me for granted or something like that. Right. And so that was number four. We're on number five now and we've got 10 of these. So number five is practice asking for what it is that you want. So this is kind of the next step from saying what it is that you like to actually asking what for what it is that you want. And so this can be scary sometimes, especially if somebody might say no, and you have to be prepared that somebody might say no, just realize that if somebody does say no, it probably doesn't have anything to do with you. It might have something to do with them or something around their associations to different things. So don't take it personally necessarily. So, um, the way that you do this is you just say, could we go do this? Right? So I really like sushi. Could we go do that sometime? And so you're just kind of throwing it out there. Like, Hey, I'm asking if we can do this at some point in the future. You can also ask in very specific situations, right? Like uh, sometimes guys are known to ask you what you want to eat, you know, and actually telling him what it is that you want to eat can be a really powerful thing. If you, if you know what you want to eat, a lot of women are notorious for having no idea what they want to eat. So if you don't know, that's okay. Um, number six is practice saying no to what you don't like. So this is the next step from saying what you don't like is saying no to what you don't like. So you teach, like I said, um, you teach people how to treat you by what you tolerate or what you don't tolerate. And so practice setting boundaries and just figure out what it is. Like if he, if you're, let's say you're, you're trusting your intuition, you feel like something's off or you feel like he's kind of pushing things too fast or, or going in a direction that's not taking your needs into consideration or something like that. You can set a boundary around it where you say something like, I'd love to sometime, I'd love to do that sometime in the future, but I'm not ready for that right now. Or you can say, I'm not that kind of a girl, or I'm not really into that, or I'm not interested in doing that right now. And so uh, the next thing that you can do is practice saying no to things that don't interest you. I'm not really interested in doing that. Just like I, I said in the last example, next one is practice communicating what you don't like. So if you feel pressure and so this is kind of a caveat, if you feel pressure in any situation, it's okay if you walk away because sometimes uh, especially if you've dealt with a bunch of trauma in your past, you might not feel okay to kind of communicate and talk about things. You feel a lot of pressure and you feel it building up and you feel like you just need to leave and you don't really know what to say or how to say it. It's okay to do that. As long as you end up communicating later on when you've kind of calmed down about the situation so that the other person knows what's going on. Um, you need to practice uh, and, and it's better if you practice saying it in the situation so that the other person knows what's going on with you in that situation. Cause a, a lot of times if you just disappear or you just stop talking to them or you just start creating silence that can actually be toxic or abusive behavior in the other direction. You're trying to, um, protect yourself, but you end up hurting another person while you're trying to protect yourself, which isn't good behavior either. So number seven is you remove people from your life who don't treat you well. So 
Who you have around you makes one of the biggest impacts on how you behave, what you think, what you experience in your life. And so if you want this to kind of stick and you want to kind of build confidence around believing in your own value and making sure that you're getting treated well by a guy, then you, my suggestion is that you create a clean slate from the very beginning and ask yourself who should and shouldn't be in your life? Who should you have and shouldn't you have in your life? And just get rid of any kind of people who don't respect themselves unless they're working on it as well. There's a lot of people who will kind of get stuck in this victim mentality. It's really kind of popular because people will give you a lot of uh, validation for yourself. If you're like, Oh, woe is me and everything's wrong. The problem is, is that you don't really get uh, what you ultimately want, which is love, but you will get a lot of validation from people if you're in that victim mentality. And so you want to get away from anybody who constantly stays in that victim mentality and isn't trying to grow out of it. If they are in it, you want to get rid of people who push past your boundaries. You want to get rid of people who don't take your needs into considerations. And this includes family, friends, romantic partners, doesn't matter who they are. You want to create a life for yourself where you're strong and you're healthy. And the only way that you can really do that is if you have strong and healthy people around you or people who are trying to be strong and healthy from, from an internal and emotional standpoint. Um, fill your life with people who respect and honor you. So find people, go out there and actively find people who will respect you and treat you well. Join personal growth communities because there's a lot of people in those communities who are growing and learning how to be better people and learning how to get rid of their traumas and deal with their issues and all that kind of stuff and become better versions of themselves. Number eight is practice a middle ground in investment in investments in relationships. So women who don't have strong boundaries tend to give too much of themselves in relationships before it's really appropriate. And if you want a man to really treat you well, you need to find that middle ground there, right? It's honorable and it's noble to, um, you know, give everything to a relationship from the very beginning, but it's not really, it's very unattractive. And you obviously, uh, you um, many times end up overly attached to a guy and then you get hurt a whole bunch when you shouldn't even be overly attached or overly invested in the guy from the very beginning anyway. And so women who practice healthy boundaries, when they start to practice healthy boundaries, oftentimes they'll jump to the extreme, the other extreme as well, right? So they'll go from one side where they're like over investing all the time to the other side where they're not investing at all, right? And they're, they're just trying to get the guy to do all the investing because they're, they're trying to protect themselves and they're jumping to the other extreme. And, and that's not really healthy at all as well, because if a guy is coming from a healthy place, he's not going to want to feel like he's being taken for granted and he's doing everything. The best relationships are built together and the magic is in the middle. So you don't want to go a hundred percent in immediately, but you also um, build with the person who's building with you. You don't want to just have him doing everything. You want him to prove that he wants to build it with you, but you don't want him to always be doing everything. This helps you see red flags, but it also doesn't allow you to become one of the red flags. 
let's keep talking. We're on number nine. We've got 10 of them. So number nine is learn the difference between toxic and healthy behaviors. So make sure that you know when someone else is exhibiting or behaving in a toxic manner, right? Or having they exhibit toxic behaviors so that you can communicate and remove yourself if necessary. But make sure that you're not also using toxic behaviors so that you can attract a healthy person and get into a healthy relationship. Because if you are just making sure that they're healthy, but you're coming across as toxic, you're going to push away all the healthy people and only attract toxic people because toxic people tend to attract other toxic people. And healthy people, if they have any experience at all, will realize when you are being toxic and they won't want to be in a relationship with you. So the question is, what do you want to experience in a relationship? What emotions do you want to feel and how do you want to be treated? So think about these things, spend some time thinking about these things and just looking for patterns, find patterns, become a pattern recognizer and recognize patterns that people are in when it's toxic and when it's healthy and whether you're in a pattern of being toxic or healthy as well, which can be one of the most difficult things because a lot of times when we're coming from a place of pain, we don't realize that we're the ones being toxic, but we are, we're the ones that are being toxic. And we think that everybody else is the ones that are being toxic, but it's actually us. And so it, it's another reason why it's really valuable and important to get a coach or be a part of a community and actually ask people with just an open mind about what's going on and whether, you know, what they think is going on. Because if you join a big community where they're not really attached to you, they're far more likely to be honest with you. Or if you're with a coach, they're far more likely to be honest with you because you're paying them to be honest with you. And so you want to find out what's toxic and what's healthy behaviors and uh, you know, what do I want to experience and what do I not want to experience in a relationship? That way, you know, when you're experiencing it or whether you're not experiencing it. And then number 10 is take ownership of what's yours and not for what's not yours. So you're responsible for how you communicate and how you behave, but you're not responsible for how others take your communication and you're not responsible for how they behave. Obviously, what I'm not saying here is that you shouldn't think about how you're communicating to someone and whether it's coming across badly or not, but you also can't take total responsibility for how they respond to it. If you did a great job of communicating something well, you know, you can't take responsibility for them for getting offended and taking it personally and, you know, attacking you back and all that kind of stuff. So if you're not taking ownership of how you behave and communicate, you'll miss your chance to grow and improve and create better communication, right? You can, you can be yourself and continue to grow and become a better version of yourself and learn how to communicate better and, and be a better person to other people in your life. You can take ownership. Uh, if you take ownership of their behaviors and how they take things, you'll end up beating yourself up for things that you have absolutely no control over. And you'll feel like you're out of control because you're trying to take ownership of something that's not yours. And so you don't ever want to take on things that aren't yours. Always grow, but don't take things on that aren't yours to take on. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you and cherishes you, 
Visit theforeverwomanformula.com right now.